This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Equity Minds! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your barriers from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Great to be with you for our final recording session of the year. You, 2021, what a year. What a year. Kind of glad it's done, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Looking forward to a break. Yes. We really phoned in our last Monday episode, and I could just feel that the wheels were slowly falling off the car. <laughs> well, we're going to bring a lot of gusto for this episode, close the year out on a high by reviewing our stock of the year and our bold predictions that we put on the line at the start of the year. Yeah, but we don't have to spend a lot of time on uh, the stock of the year because <laughs> yes, we, we do. do have a lot of bold predictions <laughs> to get to. But before we do that, we might be taking a break, but the content train keeps on rolling. It cannot be stopped. It will push through any situation. And we have our 2021-2022 summer series back for the third installment of our summer series. Something like that. Real fixture in the calendar. There's the Ashes, there's Christmas and the, the Equity Mates summer series. That's it. Starting next Monday here on Equity Mates Investing Podcast, we're going to be diving into 12 companies both uh, from here in Australia and over in the US. And in some instances, we've been lucky enough to have the CEOs join us. So uh, for the next six weeks, uh, don't go anywhere because there's some awesome companies coming up. Over on Get Started Investing as well, we're going to be doing uh, six episodes hearing from our community members and talking about some of their investing stories. And your own good company are also breaking down some of the basics of investing over the summer as well. So plenty still to listen to. Yeah. And we have got some big hitting CEOs this year. I'm going to name three companies that we cover. We've got the CEO for one of them. You have to guess which one it is. Oh, I know which one it is. Uh, We've got Alassian. (laughs) 
Yes. We've got uh, REA Group and we've got Airbnb. And Peloton. Well, no, it's just the game was going to be one of those three companies we've got the CEO in. Yeah, pretty amazing, Ren. Uh, additionally, we're giving away $12,000 over summer thanks to Superhero. So stay tuned on each episode as to how to do that. $2,000 a week. So it's going to be a pretty amazing summer. It is. It is. But let's get stuck into it. We'll do a brief recap of stock of the year, but that there's not a lot of interesting content there. And then we got bold predictions, both that we made. Uh, then we went to the community at the start of the year, both our Facebook discussion group, and then we had people uh, write or record themselves and we played them. So we got a lot of bold predictions to get through. So this is the uh, time of the year that Bryce Lesky looks forward to every year. The most one-sided competition since like the first round of the FA Cup English football where you see like a Manchester United playing a third-rate uh, English park football team. Okay. Yeah, that, that's kind of what this competition has devolved into. Stock of the year, Bryce Lesky's moment. Take it away. Thanks, Ren. Uh, look, it has been a uh, thoroughly enjoyable year watching Roblox, which was my pick at the start of the year. Absolutely shoot the lights out. Uh, you've obviously not been watching my stock because you've I have been, been watching. watching. <laughs> I've heard all about the metaverse. Facebook bloody changed their name to, <laughs> to be more aligned with where Roblox is heading. Uh, they've, been in the, they've been in the zeitgeist this year. They have been. And uh, look, they're up 63% from the, uh, where we picked it at the start of the year. Well, you- had they IPO'd? No. Yeah, so you I were took taking the ga- them from wherever they IPO'd. Uh, yeah, I took the gamble um, and my stock of the year, yeah, well, hadn't even listed when we actually did the uh, prediction and uh, it had a pretty good start to the year, uh, then sizzled for a little and then the explosion of um, the chat around the metaverse and also the explosion of users on the platform has uh, really driven Roblox uh, to its heights of today, which is up 63% from its IPO price. Yeah. Have you played it? No, I actually... Yeah, you see, this is the thing, you know, (laughs) start of the year we asked that question and you had it. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about signing up to the Sandbox, which I think is a competitor, but that's only because of this uh, Axie Infinity stuff that's going on. But anyway, that's something else. But I definitely should. We definitely should. I will make sure over summer I sign up. How's that wow. for a deal? Yeah. Oh, you won't do it. And see, what, and it. see what the deal is. <laughs> Bryce, uh, if you if people have listened to our interview with, I think it was Yen Liao, uh, or maybe it was with Benit. Um, no, was, yeah. yeah, Bryce made a joke about only doing four minutes of due diligence before <laughs> investing, and it did not land I at all. I think it landed. I think and it landed. <laughs> this, is, this is another example. But look, the numbers speak for themselves. You up 63%. Full credit. Thank you. Um, the numbers for for Roblox as well. This is just from their third quarter uh, reporting, but it's pretty amazing. Average daily active users forty seven uh, million daily active users. So we spoke about it um, at the start of the year, and that's up thirty one percent. There you go. Um, so yeah, keen to see how it pans out next year. But Ren Tencent. Yeah. So I picked Tencent, the Chinese uh, internet giant, uh, owners of WeChat, uh, amongst N- Everything else, the platform upon which so much of the Chinese internet is built um, with some massive companies built on top of it, Meituan, Pinduoduo, but also the venture capital powerhouse that owns stakes in over 700 companies, Mm. uh, including Tesla, Spotify, Afterpay, Roblox, uh, and a bunch of others. I thought I've lost stock of the year two years before this. 
Uh, this is a tech stock that is trading at a decent valuation and is just everywhere. And then the Chinese government steps in and says, <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> uh, and so Tencent's down 22%. Not as bad as like Alibaba's down over 50%. Um, yeah, it has been worse for Tencent this year. Yeah, well, it started it started well. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, since sort of February, China has been on the downtrend. So three years in a row, I lose this game. I'm going to pick something super vanilla next year, <laughs> like S&P 500 index. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got the summer to think about it, but um, I'm happy to take the win again. My moment will come where I don't and uh, you'll be basking in the glory. So let's let's think about it over summer. But Ren, let's turn to our bold predictions because we made a lot. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a lot to get through here. Some uh, Some panned out. Many didn't. And then we've also got some of the bold predictions from the Equity Mates Facebook group, as you said. So, Ren, you predicted that the Fed's balance sheet would increase to over $10 trillion, and I took that bet. You did. And it increased. It increased to $8.7 trillion. And honestly, what's $1.3 trillion between mates? <laughs> yeah, not a lot. So, so I win that. You win that. I'm it increased, that but green. not that much. Yes. You made the very specific bold prediction. Uh, we should start, we should proceed with a caution sign. Was that a prediction? <laughs> yeah, it's in quotes. And then, uh, then surely that wasn't a prediction. Uh, that was just a, I'm going to throw this out as a way to couch this conversation. But I just find it funny that that's the first dot point in quotation marks, starting the year with a proceed with caution sign. Then the next line is, the S&P 500 and the ASX 200 will both be up over 15%. Yeah, I read through a lot of my predictions and they do contradict each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's the best way to play this game because then something will be yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, no um, one bats 100 here. But did you take that? Like, is that even a... Yeah, I took it. Yeah. Uh, S&P 500 is up 27%, so well over the 15%. But one of your recent gripes in the office is how boring the ASX 200 is. I know, so boring. Pretty late to that party, but it's it's something I'm really I'm just reminding great. everyone. I'm reminding everyone who's forgotten. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and in the spirit of the ASX 200 being boring, it's only up 11%. So it didn't, how hit, boring. didn't hit the 15%. Oh, well, I but guess also, it's, it's playing to average. Yeah, uh, you'd be very happy if you got 11% a year for a while. Not this year. If you, you could have got 28%. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so you took that. I took that. So, so that's a that's a win for you. Yeah. All right, uh, Ren. You then came in to say that Netflix share price will finish the year down. Yeah. Very bold. I was on the fence. I said Apple might come up with a overarching service, um, and I remember, you know, there was talk of oversaturation in the market, and. Um, you really, you really took that bet at the wrong time because Netflix was up seventeen percent the night before yeah, so we that, recorded that episode. So that didn't count. It didn't count. Yeah. yeah. So that maybe that was the the last throws of a true, true. <laughs> it, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> no. So unfortunately, Netflix uh, is up six point seven percent for the year. But but. American inflation is running hot. <laughs> so inflation adjusted, you would say that Netflix is flat. Yeah, so not down. So still you uh, lose. May, actually, sorry. Inflation <laughs> is about 7%. So we'll say it's down. 
Uh, but close, close, but no cigar. Sorry, Ren. Okay, I don't really know how we're keeping score here because you didn't even take that prediction. You just started talking about Apple. I sat on the fence. Well, I'm going to highlight that as orange. Uh, Let's just, who cares? Let's just go through them. I'm taking score. <laughs> but uh, you don't get a point for that. No. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. So Bryce is feeling confident. Um, <laughs> Uh, next one from you. Oh, this was such a bull prediction. <laughs> uh, Bryce predicts a central bank will form its own cryptocurrency. I then explained that it already has happened. And the then se- I excluded China. Yeah, and I'm pretty confident it has happened ex-China as well. And since since then, it's obviously happened. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of talk about it all around the world. We even had uh, Frydenberg most recently come out and say that Australia are going to dip their toes in the yeah. digital Central currency. bank digital currencies. Yeah. yeah. Can't give it. It's, I think it's, it's pretty just, loose. Just call it a push. So, Ren, I like this one. You said Macquarie Group will break into the big four bank territory in terms of market cap. As much as I love Macquarie, I took this bet. Macquarie at the time was valued at around $50 billion. Smallest of the banks at the time was ANZ at $70 billion, so it needed to make up about $20 billion in market cap. As of the 7th of December, Macquarie was valued at 756 ANZ 77 and Westpac 76 billion. So just missed out. No, no. <laughs> I, I said into the territory. Oh. Dude, come on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, if we're playing that game, it did make it into Big Four Bank territory. I took it as it would replace one of the four. No, no, no. Yeah, it, like, you're right. It becomes, it, it, like, it becomes number five. It's Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they need to start talking about the big five. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they probably won't, but yeah. Okay. Fair call. I'll give that to you yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. the wording. On the I wording. didn't get a lot right, but that one I feel I nailed. <laughs> <laughs> I also think I could probably go back over the last few months and find a point where Macquarie was above one of them. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just been going gangbusters. All right, next one from you. Uh, Bryce, oh, this is this has caused a bit of consternation uh, off mic before, but um, <laughs> Bryce predicts the technology sector will be bumped from the number one performing sector and will be replaced by industrials, including construction, transportation, business services, waste management. <laughs> Within that... Airports, consulting staff, and employment <laughs> services, etc. Jeez, I was put very that on specific. A post- yeah, 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 put that yeah, on a Christmas yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, you were banking on the reopening trade, like mm, the post-COVID mm-hmm, rebound mm-hmm, in industrials, mm-hmm. and you were expecting technology to be cool a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think the spirit of that trade is definitely right. Like we've seen all of those second-tier technology stocks fall off uh, in the US and. We've seen a reopening trade sort of happen, maybe not to the strength that some people expected, but it sort of happened. So I think I think in the spirit of it, you were right. But then you said you weren't actually talking about US tech, uh, you were talking about Australian tech. And then uh, you've- Well, pulled- I was talking about Australian, not just blanket. Yeah, okay. And then you've pulled out a bunch of uh, different numbers here. And the long and the short of it is- You've kind of played yourself because you said basically industrials had to get to number one mm. for you to win the bet, mm. and consumer discretionary has shot the lights absolutely out. shot the lights out, and the industrials and tech actually ended up pretty even. So look, yeah, it's consumer shot the lights out, financials did a lot better, but I, I wasn't fully correct on it becoming the number one performing sector. However, it wasn't the tech sector, so. 
I don't know how you want to award that, Ren. Well, I get the point because it wasn't number one. Fair call. But I think that's a, that's a lesson in the phrasing of the bold prediction is important. Yeah. What I didn't anticipate was the reopening would then lead to so many consumers going crazy. Who would have thought? 24% growth in the consumers, uh, in consumer discretionary. All right. So, Ren, you, you predicted that in 2021, China's Big Five yeah, will outperform the US Big Six in tech. Now, you had 10 cent bold prediction at the start of the year. And, no, uh, stock of the year. Stock of the year. Yeah, and you had China. China. You were really bullish yeah. on China. I took that prediction. So just so people understand, when I was talking about the big six in US tech, uh, that was Fan Mag, yep. which was uh, Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Microsoft, Amazon, Google. Yes. And then the big five in China, Tencent, Alibaba, JD.com, Pinduoduo, and Meituan. Yes. The Chinese big five all got smashed yes. to differing degrees. No so news to anyone. Don't even need to look we at the numbers. Just- so Fan Mag is now outdated because the companies have changed a little bit. Like Netflix needs to get the flick. It's like a three <laughs> it's a three hundred billion dollar market cap company and everything else is like a trillion. Yeah. Tesla needs to come in. Yeah. NVIDIA yes. needs to come in. It's about 800 bill and it is just shooting the lights out. We need to come up with a new acronym. Uh, the letters that we have to play with are three A's, two M's, an N and a T. So it's like Tan Mama. Yeah, Tan Mama. Ant Mama. Ant Mama. <laughs> Ant Mama. Mama, nice, you heard Mama it Ant. Ant Mama, you heard it here first. All so right. if anyone can think of a good acronym that we I can think really- I Ant Mama's good. That we can really coin as the, uh, the, the equity mates acronym. Let's coin it, Ant Mama. All right, nice. All right, so uh, that's a point to you, Ren. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, a point to me because yeah. I took that. What's next? Uh, next one from you, I think, is one you got right. Oh, yeah. Bryce predicts house prices in Sydney will exceed 12%. Yeah, that's something yeah. crazy. <laughs> Double it and you would have been right. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, so that's a point. Did you take that? I think I took it in the spirit of the game. Okay. I've, I've, the note here is Ren takes the prediction with, quote, no view on property. Okay. So I probably right. really wanted to sit on the fence. Um, okay. All right. Well, you had a sub-prediction to this China's big five outperforming. Sub-predictions don't count. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. You said that Tencent currently valued at $800 billion will be China's first trillion-dollar publicly traded company company and i did not take this bet hold on yeah but i didn't put a time limit on it well we know it's this year no it still could be china's first trillion dollar company yes but in the spirit of the game it was uh for these 12 months i didn't take the bet though good news for you so uh i'll just keep pushing on then DoorDash for you, Ren. And this is something that we were talking a lot about at the start of year and didn't really pick it up but DoorDash will have a higher market cap than uber yeah i took this prediction uh, so at the time, DoorDash was a $60 billion company. Uber was a $108 billion company. You won this one. I was wrong, but they did start to converge, which yeah. I just thought they would actually converge. So uh, around the time of recording or a couple of days ago when we pulled these numbers, uh, Uber has fallen from $108 billion to 75 and then DoorDash has fallen a little bit, but not as much, from $60 billion to $55 billion. Yeah. So the gap has massively shrunk. Mm. Um, and obviously, all of these unprofitable tech companies are getting whacked. Um, so for DoorDash to only be down five, you know, that's okay. The problem is that just no one can get this business model to yeah, work profitably. Yeah, yeah. Benit at the Hearts and Minds conference pitched, Delivery Hero, which I thought was incredibly brave because, again, 
last mile delivery of food. Well, have you seen the explosion here in Australia in Sydney of those of the fifteen minute deliveries or less? Milk, milk run and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, but there's like every day on Instagram there's a new, yeah, new yeah, one. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. So DoorDash have announced over in the States that they're getting into that milk run fifteen minutes. There are others other than milk run, but that's the only one I know. Yeah. Um the interesting thing there is because the model is so tight in terms of time. So like the the beauty of the well, the promise of these delivery platforms is a two-sided marketplace, incredibly capital light because it's restaurants that they don't own and riders that they don't employ um, and they just use their platform to coordinate. Like that That's the promise of these platforms. But DoorDash in trying to move to the 15-minute model are employing all their riders. Mm-hmm. So now it all of a sudden becomes uh, own your warehouse, own your inventory, employ your riders. It now just becomes like a retail delivery business employ your riders yeah you just want to employ absolute weapons on the bike yeah yeah <laughs> mate you could get a job over there well i could yeah <laughs> all right well i feel like this is a uh, watch this space um yeah pretty exciting now ren before we move on let's just take a really quick break to hear from our sponsor even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Bryce. So we are... About halfway through our bold predictions, um, I have no idea what the score is up to. You seem to want to uh, nah. keep track, so maybe you can give us an update at some point. But your next one, and this is one that you've absolutely nailed, uh, Bryce predicts Zoom bombs and underperforms, finishing the year lower. And finish the year lower, it did down 48% year to date. <laughs> nice one. But I think that's also in line with a lot of the other second tier tech stocks that we're seeing as well absolutely bombing out but um love to see it yeah it's been right in the middle of the second tier tech stocks uh falling and the reopening trade Mm. and people going back to work but it's still a pretty interesting business like i I just don't see the competitive advantage for zoom over microsoft teams or google meet or anything like that when when your core product that you need to monetize is something that your bigger competitors can just throw out for free that's a tough business to yeah. be in. But apparently it's cash flow positive. It's not profitable, but uh, it's got a heap of cash on the balance sheet and I think it's got some good talent. So you never know. Mm. The story of the founder is pretty epic. When he quit one of those big like Intel or IBM or whatever uh, to start Zoom, like his whole division or like most of his division that worked for him quit to join him. Oh, wow. Because they That's just what loved you working for him yeah. so much. Yeah. Follow the leader. Yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, Ren, well, you predicted that in 2021, 
it will be a good year for the UK. The UK stock market will actually outperform all major European markets. Unfortunately, I did not take this prediction. Uh, I mean, the UK was pretty good, uh, up like 11%, which is pretty good for England. The UK market's not far behind the ASX in my eyes. Of It's got some great companies, but man, it just doesn't seem to kick it as much as, as the US. But look, the, the DAX, the German, is up about 14 so, Okay. Well, luckily, um, I didn't take that. Yeah. All right. Only a couple to go. Wait, no. Not lucky that you didn't take it because I was wrong. Oh, you true. I should have taken yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. God, this game can be confusing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Bryce predicts Airbnb will be larger than the top five global hotel chains. Yeah. And we listed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marriott, Las Vegas Sands, Hilton, Intercontinental, and Huazhou. So at the start of the year, Airbnb's market cap was $97 billion. It had a bit of chasing to do. Combined, I think those five from memory were in the high 100s, low 200s. Like it was... Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. It had a lot of lot of work to do. A lot do. of work to do. It was yeah. bold. Now Airbnb, $114 billion. Those five hotel groups market cap combined, 141 Okay. So close, but didn't make it. No cigar. Yeah. No cigar. I was uh, planning on a very bullish year for Airbnb and uh, it didn't quite pan out. Yeah. Uh, Delta really threw a spanner in the the works. Yeah. All right. What have you got for me? So, Ren, um, you have predicted that the best IPO of 2021 would be one of our favorite companies and that is Stripe. Honestly, I reckon I get this because uh, even though it didn't Mm. IPO... (laughs) The amount of hype that the potential IPO gets still bigger than any other All IPO. Right. Introducing a new rule, you're allowed one carryover prediction. Is this going to be? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't take, and you have to take it. Uh, I did not take the bet, uh, which I should have. Yeah, because it didn't IPO. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't IPO. Uh, and so, we're keen to see what happens with it in 2022. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, Apple. Will, Bryce predicted Apple will reach three trillion dollar valuation. Oh. Was 2.2 trillion. Apparently, I took it without question. Which I'm. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so uh, at the time of recording, Apple is 2.87 trillion. Close. How close. But no cigar. Wow. So we're going to see that next year, I would imagine. Put you on the spot. Bold prediction. Apple is 2.87. And it never hits it. No, no, It never no. hits three next year. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was about to say Apple is 2.87 and I just was going to look at Microsoft and I was going to say which one hits three trillion first. Apple. Microsoft's come off. It's 2.5. It's cheap. <laughs> soft soft wow there you go all right let's keep ripping through these all right well um, Ren, this is your last one. Oh, what you've got three to go oh well do you want to rip through a couple of those i only have one more classic for you. classic bryce getting more predictions <laughs> just choose a couple then no 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 let's do them all they're good uh Roblox will be the best performing IPO of 2021 uh i don't know if you were right about this but i didn't take it okay. so let's not worry about it this is the big one. This is the one that you really pinned a lot of your hopes and dreams to. Bryce predicts Bitcoin to reach 90,000 US dollars <laughs> by the end of the year. Who talks about crypto in AUD? You got to price it in USD yep. and you did not get there. There was times throughout the year where we thought it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you went on Bitcoin Twitter, they thought it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to carry that 
That's, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, you no, should. That should be carryover. No, no, no. I'm just not. No, no, no. I reckon you're, you should carry over your AFL prediction. We're at to AFL, up to AFL stage, the final predictions of the year for us, and uh, I predicted that uh, – sorry, you predicted, Ren, that the Gold Coast Suns will win a final for oh, the no, first time. No. Uh, they battled throughout the year. There was a lot of pressure on them and on their chairman, uh, their coach, some of the senior players, and unfortunately – they did not even make the finals. Maybe I'll carry it over that the Hobart Suns <laughs> will, win a, will win a final. So I didn't take that bet. I must have been a bit delirious by the end of recording this episode. No, because remember, like, there was a lot of hope for Gold Coast. Matty Rowell, Stewie Jewell. Anyway, I'm very disappointed in myself, just as I am in the prediction that you're about to say to close this yeah, out. Bryce, the apparently mad Essendon Bombers fan, uh, had a picture of a poster of James Hurd on his on his wall uh, growing up as a kid. Still do. The, still do. Has <laughs> a, a poster of James Hurd as a coach on his wall. <laughs> the Mad Bombers fan predicts that the Bombers would win the wooden spoon. How pathetic. Would come last in the competition. How pathetic. I was no going in with low expectations. Of little faith. And we made the finals. Yeah. How good, how good. So, so I get a point for that. You get a point for and that. And you get a lifetime of shame for that. <laughs> Some really interesting uh, predictions there to close out the year, Ren. I think it would be pretty even. Maybe you came out just on top. I would. I, I think I think I got about four of yours and then kicked myself. I shot myself in the foot by not taking um, a few of the ones at the end where uh, I would have come home with some. But I think... Yeah, I think you you t- took the took the beers. Yeah, maybe we do a social post about it. Uh, yeah. So if you want, if you haven't been keeping track of the scores, uh, we'll throw something up on Instagram when this episode's released. That's it. And if we don't throw something up on Instagram, it's because we're on holidays. No hard feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's rip through because we have more bold predictions to go. We went to the uh, Equity Mates Facebook group uh, and asked them some questions. Uh, so let's see if they if the crowd was right or wrong. Uh, and if you want to jump in to the Facebook group and keep the conversation going on, going over summer, uh, head across. There's a lot of great conversation going on there. First question, don't know why we asked this as a first question. It feels like a pretty... It's because we just come off question. the back of uh, Andrew Brown, I think. Okay. Will politics play a big part in markets in 2021? Yes. Trust me, they get better. Um, <laughs> bold prediction number two in 2021. Do you think you'll get better returns from the Australian market or the US market? The equity mates community on a almost over two to one basis, about 70% said the US and the crowd was right as Bryce continues to gripe, the Australian market's boring. The Australian market is boring. Yes. Number three. What was number three? Number three. Um, will tech be the star performing sector again in Australia? And two to one, uh, the equity mates community were in favor of this, but we know that that is not the case. Yeah. Consumer discretionary. And then finally, we asked who will win this year's stock of the year? Will Ren finally get a win on the board? About 75% of respondents said I would get the win. I love the support. I am sorry to let you down, but just wait until 2022. The S&P 500 pick is going to (laughs) rip. So, Ren, that, uh, that brings us to the final episode for 2021. Some great bold predictions there from the community um, or some answers there from the community and uh, a really 
fun way to finish what has been a really fun year for Equity Mates, a massive year for the Equity Mates network. And uh, we just want to thank our Equity Mates community, you guys out there listening to us week in and week out and supporting us. We certainly could not be doing this without you. And, um, you know, we're still amazed at the fact that um, we have so many of you tuning in each week. It's it's incredibly humbling. And um, we really look forward to hopefully providing you even more value, inspiration, and empower you to take the next step on your investing journey in 2022. Yeah, it's been a great year. It's been a big year. We've uh, done a lot. Uh, and the Equity Mates community has really made it all possible. New shows, uh, book, uh, terrible stock picks, all of it. <laughs> all of it is possible because... People listen to us for some reason that we don't quite understand why. That's so it. really appreciate it. Um, I hope everyone has a good summer. Uh, hope everyone can get a break. Uh, and then we come back ready to go in 2022. There's a lot happening in markets and um, we're excited to keep following it, keep learning about it and uh, keep sharing it. That's it. So stick around over summer. We do have the summer series, 12 episodes, 12 companies, seven CEOs, and also the opportunity to win $12,000 over the summer period. Thanks to Superhero. Tune into our Instagram page and also each of our episodes to find out how you can do that. But Ren, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've loved every moment of it uh, and looking forward to putting our feet up and re-energizing and coming back even better in 2022. Can't wait. Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Meets Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast or video. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equity Mates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.